This is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Peter provides his clients and prospects with the information they need regarding social security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful strategies to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals. And now here is the Ivy Retirement Podcast with Peter Laufenberg. Hello and welcome back to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. My name is Peter Laufenberg from the Ivy League Advisory Group. If you'd like more information about what you hear during the show today, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at theivyag.com. And while on the website, click on the podcast page to check out past shows or to subscribe to the program on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. And please don't hesitate to reach out with any questions that you may have, or if you're interested in setting up a meeting, either face-to-face or virtual, we can do that as well. You know, market volatility is something that has kind of made it back to the front page because there's a lot of things going on in, in the economy uh, and in the world. You know, a couple years ago when COVID hit, obviously the market crashed, but it rebounded and it has really been on an, a tear, you know, to the upside for a long time. But now with uh, the war in Ukraine, uh, Russian aggression, uh, inflation, all of a sudden there's a lot of headwinds affecting the market and that means there's a lot of volatility. And so what I want to talk about today is one, how do we, uh, why is an important one to protect yourself from the volatility uh, and talk about ways to think about uh, protecting yourself, but also uh, being aware of what's going on and how that volatility can affect your retirement plan. So before we dive into that, though, I want to welcome in my co-host, Tony. Tony, how are you today? Well, I'm doing good. I'm a little confused. I have, you know, you mentioned um, some kind of war going on, something called COVID, uh, market volatility. I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. I thought we were going to talk about award shows, the NCAA brackets, um, yeah, uh, you know, uh, the slap heard around the world. But no, no, we did that. You, we did that before the show. So no, one wants, gotta, no one wants to hear us talk about that. I can. Oh, promise. that wasn't show prep. <laughs> no. oh, oh, my, my bad. But I think it's great that somebody, at least out there, Peter, is willing to talk about. Uh, market volatility and what we need to be doing because uh, it's gotten crazy. I mean, coupled with uh, the rise in inflation, I mean, inflation is out of control. And the markets this year, if you look back, I mean, 2022, so far this year, and we're not that far into the year, right? Right. Uh, It's been really volatile. So uh, obviously, like you say, a lot of that, you know, coming off COVID-19 fears and then Russia. Uh, so that affected the war in Ukraine, affects the global economy. So, uh, yeah, this is a good topic. But you asked me how I've been. I've been great. Last weekend was crazy because my son got married uh, and my wife and I are so proud of him and his bride, Bree, Adam and Bree. They're going to do great. Congratulations. And it was beautiful. Thank you. It was beautiful. Uh, but now back into it, uh, you know, I was riding that high and then I come in and do the show today and it's all about market volatility wars. So, uh, but no, seriously, it's important, obviously. How, but yeah. first, how have you been, Peter? That's what's everybody wants. Nobody cares about me. I'm just the co-host. Oh, Tony, that's not true. I'm along for the ride. The man with the plan. 
uh, the man with the knowledge is Peter Laufenberg. How are you, Peter? Good, Tony. It's been a it was a busy week last week doing some seminars and and with work and and the weather's improving. I know we always end up talking about the weather on this show, but hey, it's improving, which means it's sunny and it's warm, and it means we can get things done outside. So all in all, it was sure. a, it's been good. Thank you for asking. Yeah, good. Okay, so. Uh, you know me, uh, fairly even keel. Uh, I, I try to never get too high or too low, but I think um, volatility in the markets is just uh, becoming a way of life. And again, like you said, we were just coming out of COVID-19 and then this <laughs> yeah. war between Russia and Ukraine, and then the market goes crazy. And, you know, we live in a global economy. It's proof is in the pudding. If somebody sneezes in China, our market here in the States catches a cold, right? Yeah, absolutely, right? We well, for for the last 30 years we've been a globalized econ- economy and heading towards that. I think that may be ending, but that's a topic for another podcast. Yeah, true, but true. even before the war in in Ukraine, right? Tony, remember the the Russians didn't invade Ukraine until the end of uh February. Even that's even true. before that, the market was already starting to go down uh, yep, because there were other headwinds, right? You had inflation was starting inflation. to pick up. Inflation usually dictates higher interest rates mm-hmm. um, because that's one of the primary uh, tools that the Fed has, and, and higher interest rates usually has an impact on uh, the market, which it was already starting to rear its ugly head. Uh, and then all of a sudden, we get into the invasion in Ukraine, and that really tanked things. Then you get to February, uh, early March, things actually start going back up. That you know we make some ground back, and then here in the last week or two, the market's been back down. So so we're already in the through the first quarter of the year, and the market. It has kind of whipsawed back and forth, and that's the volatility we're talking about, right? And if you're if you're a retiree or approaching retirement and, and counting on this money that you've invested, and you're watching it go up and down and up and down, eh, that's probably not where you know that's probably not giving you good feelings. Well, no, yeah, I mean, uh, a lot of people it gives them anxiety uh, to watch the markets go up and down if their livelihood is tied to it, which you know. For most of us, our retirement funds are at least tied to it via a 401k or IRAs or 403b, uh, even uh, maybe it affects our pension. So uh, what have you? I think that's uh, really, really important to note. So um, I can't imagine there's a lot out there that would give retirees or (laughs) pre-retirees stomach pains quite like market volatility. Um, But uh, explain this to us uh, and uh, talk about this volatility. Yeah, you know, if you don't need the money, right, you can just sit there and watch it go up and down. But the truth of the matter is you've put money into these accounts over the years because very likely, you know, the other streams of income you have, whether it be Social Security or or a pension, aren't going to meet all your needs. So you're going to need to dip into your retirement savings. Well, that money, you know, you don't want to see go down significantly, especially if you are within a five-year window or you're already in retirement, right? You don't have time. Let's say the market drops 25%. You don't necessarily have time to make that money back because, you know, a lot of times if the market tanks, it takes two or three years in a normal world to get back to normal, uh, not even to mention get back to uh, start making money above the principal we've put in. And keep this in mind, Tony. Let's say the market drops 25 
25%. Well, the rally that has to occur afterward has to be, believe it or not, larger than 25%. So the market drops 25 and then you need the market to rally somewhere between 35 and 40% to break even. Now, imagine if all of a sudden you actually have to start making withdrawals, right, to supplement your income. Well, every time you take money out, that's a chunk of change that isn't going to be able to make money back into the uh, the rally that's occurring. So volatility is really important. And if you're in a position where your your assets are have a lot of risk and are going to be susceptible to the volatility of, let's say, uh, any of the indexes going up and down, then it's going to really uh, erode your ability to plan for retirement and erode your ability to have the income you need when you get to retirement. Well, and there you go. And, and that's that's the key right there. Uh, you have to have a plan in place. Uh, you can't let your emotions dictate any financial decisions with the market going up and down. Uh, so, you know, uh, what are your some what what are some ways we can deal with this though and avoid uh, emotional investing and well, and yeah. really hedge against market volatility. Well, I think one of the things is if you have money that's in there for a short-term period, right, or short-term goal, what have you, then you really need to think about being able to move that money, having it be liquid and moving it into something that is not, has very little risk, let's say a money market or cash savings account, a high yield savings account, right? You want to make sure that, you know, maybe you, you dipped your toes with that short-term bucket of money to try to get some market upside. But when things look like they're going to start going downward, you can move that money pretty quickly and put it into some sort of cash. Now, we always talk with clients about having different pots of money for short-term, medium-term, and long-term. You want to make sure that you have a short-term amount of money uh, that's available for emergencies. And again, some people might want to invest that. They may have the risk, but you don't want to take a lot you know, a lot of risk, with especially short-term. So again, being able to move that money in and out uh, from a, a position of risk to cash where it's safe is something that you may want to consider and figure out how to do. Right. Yeah, there you go. So uh, a balance or what, where that cash is at can help hedge against market volatility is if it's not, in other words, you don't want 100% of your retirement savings uh, tied to the market, especially the closer you get to retirement. Is that correct? Yeah, absolutely. You're going to want to adjust things as you go along. And that's what you work with a, a financial service professional to do. And, and look, uh, it sounds like a lot of work, right? Being able to time everything. And, and if we all could time the market perfectly, we wouldn't have to worry about this. But yeah. keep in mind, there are strategies out there, Tony, that do this automatically. So you don't even have to think about it. Um, and, and so they have specific rules for how they are going to both buy and sell positions. Um, and they have the, the ability to using some of these proprietary processes to say, okay, it looks like things are trending in the bad way. Let's move, let's get out of the way, move into cash and we'll wait to buy it. So if, if, you know, you know, not, you know, sitting at your computer every day and figuring this stuff out is not something that you're really thinking about, uh, that's okay. There are strategies, investment strategies out there that do exactly what I'm talking about and you don't have to actually think about it. Uh, so, And it's worth talking to someone to try to figure out where you could park your money to do that. Well, yeah. Yeah. And that's, that is uh, obviously where your money is at makes all the difference in the world when it comes to market volatility. So there are some strategies uh, to help with this. I, I know you mentioned that. Um, uh, what's, what's another piece of advice? 
So we talked about short-term items, right? Being able to move them in and out. The other piece of advice is, you know, don't freak out uh, when it comes to your longer-term investments, right? Even though I, I mentioned the time horizon and needing to use that money um, uh, for retirement coming up, it, it's still okay if the market drops and, and, and takes two or three years to come back. If that is a pool of money that you don't need to touch for another 10 years, you know, yeah, it's disconcerting when your, your account drops a significant amount, but it's likely going to return to its value and then start making some. It also might be a great opportunity to continue to contribute, right? Because if the market's gone down and you have a longer term investment, then maybe it makes sense to, you know, why things are down make another contribution to the 401k or increase them or, or um, increase your IRA contributions because you're buying low and eventually it's going to catch that rally back upwards. So keep things in perspective, right? Because the longer term investments are going to have to ride this these waves up and down uh, to get to the eventual goal. So keeping perspective and keeping the different pots of money separate, um, at least in your mind at the very least, is important. The short term stuff should have less risk and, and deal less with volatility. The longer term investments uh, that you need for down the road, whether it's for college or whether it's for retirement, they can have a little bit more risk in it because the volatility over time is going to level out. Well, there you go. And that's that's true. It, it all depends on someone's time horizon then, doesn't it? And we all have different time horizons. If I'm 30 years old, why worry about market volatility? I'll just let it ride, right? Yeah, absolutely. Unless you unless you are really, really uncomfortable with any losses at any time, generally the younger you are, the more ability you have to to ride some of these out, right? I'm uh, I'm 36, and so you know I kind of part you know I pick a strategy. But you don't it, look it, a day over 30. Which is the beauty of yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, right? thank you, Tony. Yeah. Um, but you know, I have uh, I can stomach more risk because I know over time that you know the recessions or, or dips in the market are only a blip on the overall process. But if I were 65 and ready to retire in three months, I would certainly want to scale back my my market risk that's present in my retirement funds because I don't have the time to necessarily make things up. So it's about keeping perspective and keeping the goals for the different pots of money. Um, um, you know, very clear. Sure. Sure. And, it, and it's all about our own personal risk tolerance, what we are expecting or how much we're willing to lose then, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. And and look, this kind of goes to, to the last piece here. And, and I said keeping perspective, but you do have to keep perspective of, on things, right? It, let's say your money is tied to the S&P, right? Uh, one of the major indices. Keep in mind, if your money's been in there, the S&P has been up about almost 60% in the last three years. So even if it dips 20%, in the grand scheme of things, um, you're still ahead of the game. Now, yeah, you've lost money. That's never a fun thing. But, you know, in, again, in the, in the grand grand scheme, your money is still up overall since it was uh, three years ago. Now, anyone can pick a point in history and say, you know, things are better you know, than you think they are. But I guess my point is you're going to have to weather some volatility um, as you go through this journey for saving for retirement. And the, the key is one, making sure you have a, a, a good strategy. Uh, and two is making sure you keep perspective and, and don't, you know, freak out just because the market drops a certain, uh, a large percentage point. It very likely will make that back. And in the grand scheme of things, you've probably very, you're, you're still coming out ahead when we get to where you um, want to on that whole retirement savings uh, journey. Sure. Sure, that's true. And and I think that's really good. So 
obviously, you know, a lot of I've heard a lot uh, about some of the newer types of like fixed index annuities. Uh, and they're designed for weathering market volatility as well. That's a vehicle that a lot of retirees use yeah. uh, to hedge against market volatility, correct? Yeah, absolutely. So everything we've talked about here right up to this point has been investments, your, your traditional mutual funds, what have you. But you know, there's a lot of different vehicles one can use to save for retirement. One of them, as you mentioned, Tony, are annuities, a fixed index annuity. And, and over the years, annuities have, annuities have gotten a bad rap, but it, you can use it an annuity, especially a fixed index one, um, as part of an overall plan, right? You can't put all your money into it. It doesn't make sense, but using it as part of a plan really makes sense. And the reason for that is a fixed index annuity has a hundred percent downside protection. That means when the market goes down, you don't lose any money, but on the flip side, when the market goes up, you catch that upside. So you're essentially, you know, your, your funds are always going to go up um, and never go down because of market volatility. Now there's a trade-off, right? The trade-off is that money is not liquid, meaning you can't dip into it and pull all your money out with paying a penalty. But if you have a chunk of money that's for the long term that you can set aside, it may make sense to park some of that in a fixed index annuity because it's just going to sit there and as we say, marinate and grow and, and get to you know your ultimate goal. And you don't have to worry about a dime of it going down because the market goes down. So, you know, it, 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 if any advisor says put all your money in there, walk away because you shouldn't because of its uh, illiquid nature. But using them as part of an overall plan can make a lot of sense. Sure. So I think that makes a lot of sense. And obviously there are different strategies uh, to do this. Now uh, we're almost out of time for today's show. Is there anything else you want to add before we go? Yeah, I would say, you know, if you're interested in either creating a plan or getting a second opinion on a plan you've had created before that takes into account uh, this market volatility, right? Takes uh, takes it into account in a way that says, all right, here's what's going on in your current portfolio. How do I adjust it to make sure I can protect myself to the downside, right? That means to make sure that when the market goes down, I'm not going to be uh, overly exposed to that risk, yet I still can get some market returns that are pretty decent. Um, it's worth having a conversation because that should be part of an overall holistic plan, making sure that the, the risk is not there, making sure you maximize Social Security, take care of taxes. All those pieces come together to create a really solid holistic plan. If that's something you're interested in, give us a call at 866-360-2724 or visit us online at the IVAG.com. All right. Sounds good. And listeners, that does it for today's episode of the Ivy Retirement Podcast with our host, Peter Lawford. Thanks, everyone. Thanks, Tony. Have a great week. Thank you for listening to the Ivy Retirement Podcast. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound income plan. For more information, please contact Peter Laufenberg at the Ivy League Advisory Group. Call 866-360-2724 or visit them online at theivag.com. Investment advisory services offered through the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC. Tilton, New Hampshire, 866-360-2724. A registered investment advisor registered in the state of New Hampshire and Vermont. Peter Laufenberg and the Ivy League Advisory Group, LLC, are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. All matters discussed during this show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our 
qualified representatives prior to implementation.